a day on Venus is longer than a year on Venus. It takes about 243 Earth days for Venus to complete one full rotation on its axis, while it only takes about 225 Earth days for Venus to orbit the Sun. This is Simple Joe for Tuesday, September 26th, 2023. Man, that makes for one long day. (laughs) 243 days to make one full rotation. (laughs) That's one long day. Can you imagine getting up and wondering, man, what am I going to do today? You'd have to have a planner the size of a hundred (laughs) encyclopedias. What do you want to do today, honey? I don't know. Live a live 20 lives? <laughs> I don't know. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, we're going to hear the weather in Miko, Texas. Uh, Miko, Texas, that's right outside of San Antonio, I believe. And it's Tuesday. Tuesday is typically the day that I would I would grab one of the headlines that we did yesterday. And based on your input, Uh, read off one of those articles and dig a little deeper into it and give some commentary on it. But I'm not doing that today because uh, I read off the interesting headlines yesterday being Monday. Go back and listen to yesterday's episode if you want to hear that. And I want to give you a few days to kind of mull on it. Give me your opinion. Let me know your thoughts on the headline you want me to dig deeper into. So I have moved the reading of the, the reading, the reading of the article. (laughs) Uh, the the digging deeper into the article uh, to Thursday, and we're going to do Tuesday's random questions. We'll see how this works. I'm so used to doing Thursday's random questions. I might call Thursday, Tuesday, or Tuesday, Thursday, one of the two. But today is Tuesday's random question questions, and of course, the often requested and the very popular, much, much more. So for my friends in or near Miko, Texas, you're going to see a high of 95 degrees today and a low of 73 with partly sunny skies. Tomorrow, 96 and 73 with partly sunny skies. And look at that, partly sunny skies on Thursday, 96 and 70 so. So warm, hot, gorgeous weather down there right outside of San Antonio, Miko, Texas. 95 today, 96 tomorrow, and 96 on Thursday, but gorgeous, gorgeous, sunny weather. Thank you for listening, Miko. I certainly appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 83 degrees and a low of 61 with partly sunny skies. We've got some rain coming tomorrow, 78 and 62 for the high and low. And Thursday, rain and thunderstorms, 75 and 60 for the high and low. So nice weather today, 83. Rain tomorrow, 78. And rain and thunderstorms. Looks like there's some lightning coming along our way as well. 75 and 60 for the high on high and low on Thursday. Today, T.S. Eliot was born, poet T.S. Eliot. In 1888, we lost T.S. Eliot in se- at 76 years old. George Gershwin, the composer, 
was born today in 1898. We lost him at 38 years old in 1937. Former New Jersey governor, Christine Tom Whitman, was born today in 1946. She is 77 years old. Brian Ferry, the singer from Roxy Music, is 78 years old today, believe that or not, born in 1945. The beautiful Olivia Newton-John was born today in 1948. We lost her a couple years back at age 73. Man, I'll never forget being a being a kid watching Greece for the first time. And wow, what a crush I had on Olivia Newton-John. Yeah. Linda Hamilton from Terminator fame is 67 years old today. Jack LaLanne, fitness and nutrition expert. He died at 96 years old, born in 1941. We lost him in 2011. He was like the original fitness guru. He was the guy, man, and lived a, apparently a good, healthy life up until 96 years old. Good for him. Marty Robbins, country singer, was born today in 1925. We lost Marty Robbins at age 57 in 1982. And Serena Williams, tennis great Serena Williams, was born today in 1981. She is 42 years old today. Today is National Pancake Day. How about that? National Pancake Day. Later on this morning, I'm having breakfast with a group of friends of mine, and the place that we go to is renowned for its pancakes. So I probably won't have a pancake. I don't like to start off my day with a breakfast that sweet uh, at all. I usually have just a couple eggs, maybe some bacon, but just a couple eggs. But it is National Pancake Day. So yeah, I like pancakes. Pancakes are um, really good. I like them. They're not my favorite. They're not my favorite syrup receiving food. (laughs) That's an interesting way of saying it. They're not my favorite syrup receiving food. My favorite syrup receiving food, because you know, you have the top three syrup receiving foods. You have pancakes, you have waffles, and you have French toast. My favorite syrup receiving food would be French toast. If it's cooked very crispy, I like it very crispy. So it'd go French toast, then probably waffles, and then pancakes. But we're going to give pancakes its due today because it is National Pancake Day. It's also National Dumpling Day. Wow. I love chicken and dumplings. My father-in-law makes an awesome chicken and dumplings. Amazing. Uh, Really firm, chewy dumplings. I love them, man. Who makes a good chicken and dumpling? Let's see. Cracker Barrel makes a good chicken and dumplings. That's a good chicken and dumplings. Who else makes a good chicken and dumplings? I think Cracker Barrel is the only one I can really think of. A restaurant that even serves chicken and dumplings. Yeah, that's it. That's the only restaurant I can think of that serves chicken and dumplings. So happy National Dumpling Day. And you got all kinds of dumplings. You got apple dumplings. You've got... Uh, uh, pot stickers. Uh, I think it's a, a Chinese food, a pot sticker. Those are called dumplings sometimes. Yeah, you got all kinds of dumplings. Any kind of any kind of thing that you doughy thing that you either fry up or put in a liquid would be a dumpling. So happy National Dumpling Day! It's also Johnny Appleseed Day, commemorating the life of John Chapman, also known as Johnny Appleseed. How about that? Now. We all have this vision of Johnny Appleseed running around with a pan on his head, throwing seeds across across the United States. And I'm sure that's not how it happened, but I'm curious about that scene. You know, he has the scene that I have in my mind of Johnny Appleseed is this this 
this kind of a crazy character, uh, skinny, crazy character with a with a uh, steel pot or metal pot on his head, throwing seeds across the country. And I think what he did is he didn't actually plant seeds. He planted actual trees uh, across large parts of the United States. But Johnny Appleseed, how about that? John Chapman. Today is Johnny Appleseed Day. So if any of these days are significant to you, man, man, I hope you celebrate in a way that brings you joy and happiness in a way that only National Dumpling Day can. So it's Tuesday, the day for random questions, at least for this week. We'll see how it goes. Again, I want to give you time to, to think about the headlines that I, that I read off yesterday and let me know what new story you want me to dig deeper into. That's the whole reason for moving random questions over to Tuesday. Maybe do the headline on Thursday. We'll see. But today we're going to call it Tuesday's random questions. So let's roll right into it. Just to give you an explanation of how this works. I'm going to pull four or five random questions off the internet and answer those questions uh, off the cuff, um, off the top of my head, improvisationally, uh, from the hip, whatever you want to call it, just to see where it leads, just to see where it leads. And I really find out a lot about myself when I have to answer questions like this and uh, just off the the top of my head. And if you answer these questions, I would love to hear from you how you answer these questions. Send me a text at 513-399-6468, or you can email me joe at thesimplejoe.com and let me know how you answer these questions. So let's do this. If you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would it be? Any three people. All right. So whenever it comes to questions like this, we're in spending time with a historic person, spending time with historic people, Uh, Who would I like to spend the day with? Uh, Who would I like to best get to know? One person always makes the list and they always will make the list. If you could have dinner with any three people dead or alive, who would it be? Let's start with Jesus Christ. Definitely start with Jesus Christ. I would like to talk to Jesus about what he went through in life and how he experienced life and so forth. Let's, Let's start off with Jesus Christ. Probably let's, let's think about this dinner with any three people. I would want people that, uh, would be good conversationalist would be thoughtful, would be, would be opinionated, maybe lean towards the philosophical side. So let's start with Jesus. Let's move to, then let's invite, uh, Roman emperor, Marcus Aurelius. Let's do that. Let's bring Marcus Aurelius in here. And those are two Two people who are dead, Jesus is alive. I mean, now we're getting to the whole Christian faith about Jesus risen from the dead and all that, but we won't go there. Let's consider him no longer accessible in the physical realm at this particular <laughs> at this particular moment. So Jesus, Marcus Aurelius, I know, you know, Marcus Aurelius would be cool to hear his stoic philosophy and how he went through life as a Roman emperor in the violence uh, and how that, that couples with the stoic philosophy. And let's pick somebody alive. I would say staying in the philosophical world, let's pick Jordan Peterson. Yeah. I would love to think about this at a dinner party with Jesus, Marcus Aurelius and Jordan Peterson talking about philosophy, talking about life, the meaning of life, how to proceed through life and how to move forward through life. That would be a cool conversation. 
you know, if I didn't, if I wasn't limited to three, I'd probably throw Albert Einstein in there. Probably Ronald Reagan would be cool. Uh, Elon Musk. That would be cool. That would be a cool dinner party, right? Jesus, Marcus Aurelius, Jordan Peterson, Ronald Reagan, and Elon Musk. If I was limited to three, I might replace Jordan Peterson with Elon Musk, but I like Jordan Peterson's writings. I like his books. I like how he thinks. Hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's stick with, let's stick with my original three, Jesus, Marcus Aurelius, and Jordan Peterson. That would be a cool conversation. Very philosophical. The meaning of life, what life uh, has for us. What do we do with the trials and tribulations of life? What do we do with the, with the joy of life? Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Next. What is one place you've never been, but would like to visit? Okay. So let's, let's look at this question for what it is though, that I would like, I've never been there and I would like to visit, not live there, but visit. What is one place you've never been to, but would like to visit? I would say Australia. I've never been to Australia. I think it'd be a cool place to go. They speak English. So it would be kind of easy to, to navigate and, and make my way around. That wouldn't be too difficult, but to see the different animals, the, the different culture, the, uh, Aborigines people, uh, that would be cool. That would be cool to visit Australia. I've always wanted to go to Australia. My daughter, when she was, I guess, a mid teenager, my youngest daughter wanted to go to Australia after she finished school. And I made that available to her. I told her you could do it. You know, I'd, I'd help you. I'd help you get there, but she didn't take advantage of that. And she went into a little different direction. <laughs> so what is one place you've never been to, but would like to visit? It would definitely be Australia, but there's lots of places. I probably the, one of the poles or both of the poles, uh, Japan would be cool. China would be cool. Yeah. I would, I would like to visit all those places, but I don't know. The first one that came to mind was Australia. I think it'd just be a neat place, cool place to visit. Australia is cool because it's an isolated island. It developed a, an interesting culture. New Zealand's right over there. So New Zealand would be cool to hop on over and see. I don't know if you can hop on over to New Zealand, but they're close to each other, right? So Australia, that's the one place I've never been to, but would like to visit Australia. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? Oh, this is easy. And in, th- in fact, I might've had this question in the past. I would rather always be 20 minutes early rather than 10 minutes late. Somehow the nature of my family was always being, we were always late and I, and it drove me crazy, but sometimes I was a, I was the problem too. <laughs> I was the reason we were late. So I can't, I can't put it all on having three girls raising three girls. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would always, if I had to be 10 minutes late, always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early. I would pick 20 minutes early. I like being early. I like being settled in. I like starting on time. I do like all of that. Although I'm not always on time. I don't know why, but I'm not, but I like being 20 minutes early. I would rather be 20 minutes early all day long. It's nice to get to a meeting or it's nice, nice to get to event early you kind of you kind of settle in early, maybe talk to some of the early, other early arrivers and have a substantive conversation about what's about to happen, whether it's a meeting or an event or whatever whatever it might be. Maybe a, a little intimate conversation about how life is going and what's going on in life and 
until you dig right into the whatever it is. Uh, I, it's the first thing that comes to mind when it comes to being late or being early are meetings. So, yeah. Would you rather always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early? I would rather always be 20 minutes early. What's a talent or ability that you that you have that not many people know about? Hmm. Well, if you know me, you, you know probably most of the talents that I have. I have I have a pretty quick wit, uh, able to find humor, but that's not here here's one. Here's one. Okay. Most people who know me well. No, I I can do this. If you've been to an event with me where obnoxious cheering is acceptable, uh, then you know that I can probably whistle louder than anybody else you know. In fact, I've, I've been to events where whistling, like a whistle cheer is acceptable and, you know, football games or events where whistling loudly is not considered obnoxious. Sometimes where whistling loudly is considered obnoxious. I've done it and it's piercing. It's ear piercing. I can whistle really, really loud. Uh, it's my, my wife holds her ears. When I whistle, my kids hold their ears. When I whistle, I've, I've whistled at an event and people give me such a, a glare uh, uh, such the stink eye thinking you can't whistle that loud. You're not allowed to whistle. Nobody should be allowed to whistle that loud. Uh, uh, sometimes I've, I've whistled so loud. It hurts my ears. Yeah. I'm a very loud whistler. So what's, ta- what's a talent or ability that you have not, not many people know about. I can whistle very, very loud, obnoxiously loud ear piercing loud. It's crazy how loud I can whistle. I either, and I I put my index finger and my thumb uh, in my mouth. I push my tongue up to the top of my mouth. I've been practicing this for a long time. I remember being probably a early teenager when I first figured out how to whistle this way. My, My whistle is so loud that I used it to call my children when they were growing up and they knew, they knew my whistle and they knew they could hear it blocks and blocks away. It's so loud. And they knew the whistle means come home. It's time to come home. And when I've taught my grandkids, when, when you're, when we're out and about and I whistle, that means you come to me wherever I am, you come to me. I can whistle really loud. Like I said, my kids, when they were growing up, they could hear it blocks away. They could hear it inside friend's house, uh, inside their friend's house. It's so loud. It really is loud. (laughs) What's a talent or ability you have that not many people know about? I'm a really, really loud whistler. If you could become, if you could instantly become an expert in something, what would it be and why? So if I could instantly become an expert in something, a few things come to mind. Um, I'd like to be an expert in real estate investing. I think that's, that's probably the best way to grow wealth uh, through real estate investing. And here's, here's interesting. Here's an interesting thing is anything I list outside of some supernatural talent, I could become an expert in right now. It would take some time, right? 
But I heard once that if you read five books on any given subject, you are you have become more knowledgeable in that subject than like 95% of the people or something like that. So anything I name, I can make a reality for the most part. So one thing I, I would like to become an expert in um, is real estate investing. That would be cool. I think it's the best way to grow wealth. Uh, I don't know. I, I've known about that real estate investing was a good thing uh, for decades, and I've just never done it. I don't know why I'm a little intimidated by it, but I've just never, I've never done it. Uh, if I could become an expert in negotiating with people who have dramatically different opinions and be a, a mediator between those two people that have dramatically different opinions on life and on philosophy and be able to bring those people together. That would be cool to be an expert in that, that process, that talent, uh, a mediator, a negotiator. Uh, what are they? I don't know the word I'm, I'm looking for, but to bring parties of dramatically different opinions together and, and get them to come to an agreement. That would be a cool talent to have. So if I could instantly become an expert in something, probably real estate investing, which I could, right? I mean, there's lots of books and lots of courses on real estate investing. I could, that would be something pretty easily done. Uh, the other one, not so easily done. If I could become an expert in bringing people together with widely different, differing opinions and, and bringing them together into some sort of relationship, that would be cool. That would be cool. So there we go. There are Tuesday's random questions. How did you answer those questions? Uh, listen back. I would love to hear your, uh, your thoughts on, on these questions. Let me know. Send me a text, 513-399-6468. Again, 513-399-6468. That's my text number. In fact, you can just leave a voicemail on there if you want. You can just call and leave a voicemail, and I'll snag that voicemail and probably play it on the show. Uh, or you can email me, joe at thesimplejoe.com, joe at thesimplejoe.com. Again, my text number is 513-399-6468. If you just want to say hi, that would be very cool. And if you like listening to the show, do me a favor, share it with your friends on social media. Use the hashtag SimpleJoeIsMyFriend, hashtag SimpleJoeIsMyFriend, because we are, we're pals. Remember, memories are better than stuff on this beautiful Tuesday. I hope you have plans to maybe spend a little bit of time with somebody who loves you and somebody who you love and make some intentional memories. You don't need stuff. You need more memories in your life. Make life legendary. Some do stuff that people will tell stories about for decades and maybe centuries to come. Stuff's not going to do that. Your memories will. Memories are better than stuff. Thank you so much for listening. I certainly appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care.